Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the FOMO cast. I am live in studio with Timothy Mendoza. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So he's live in me at the studios. I'm recording this video right now as just proof. Um, Tim, we're, Tim is having a nice 805. I'm having a nice taco truck lager. Shout out to Connor from ConCon's Cantina because uh, they're, they're a cantina podcast, so they drink and talk about what they're drinking. So he's drinking an 805. I'm drinking some taco truck. I need to get some Connor some taco truck and send it out to him because it's really, really good. Um, so we got so much to talk about. Make sure you go to all of our social media platforms. Make sure you go to the Facebook group. So if you find our page, go to visit group and join it because we everyone shares stuff in there. So when we talk about stuff sometimes, it comes from other people in the community. I just never remember to thank them because I'm like, oh, man, and I, I share it kind of thing. So um, make sure you go there on Facebook, search FOMOcast, and you'll find the Facebook group, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Um, I'll take a picture right now of Tim live in studio just because this is a momentous occasion. I'm going to do a selfie. Ready? And there we go. We'll post it later. Um, so we have so much to talk about. It's actually, in, um, first, well, I want to talk about, so Bobby Bonilla Day was July 1st. Um, we don't normally do sports-ish stuff, but this is kind of like, um, it's a phenomenon that since there are no sports going out right now, I think a lot more people are are Googling what's going on. And so basically Bobby Bonilla Day is the day that Bobby Bonilla gets paid out, what is it, $1.5 million? $1.19 million. $1.19 million every year until 2035. Yep. And it was a deal he made with the Mets when they let him go. So they owed him, they only owed him what, like $5 million? Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't was, much. Yeah. It was barely anything. And they've stopped, they started paying him in 2009, wasn't it? Something like, yeah, that so sounds it's, about right. So it's been 11 years, so he literally has made over, you know, $12 million, and he still has another 15 years to go. Yeah. Best deal ever made. He was playing for other teams, so he even got paid for other stuff, too. So, it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't anything like, oh, he wasn't making any money. No, he was still making his own money, but it was... It was pretty awesome. So that was July 1st. I like talking about it because it is, even though it's a sports-related thing, it is kind of, uh, I don't know, you would say it's like just a, a culture type of thing because it's just kind of cool hearing about that. So, um, And there's still a couple guys that are receiving deals like this. The only one that I could, when, I, when they showed on the article, the only one that I really knew of was Brett Saberhagen had a similar type structure like this where he got paid out x amount of money mm -hmm. after he would you know per x amount of years after he was already gone and that was and i didn't i didn't know anybody else kind of did wasn't a rods like that or did they just cash them out all they probably some? they probably just cash them well it'd be cheaper for to cash out bobby bonilla no it wouldn't on him no so it it's, wouldn't a, have it's, been? A, it's a cap space thing that's the problem when they're doing oh. this it doesn't take a hit against their cap that's true. And that's why they're doing it. For those yeah. that don't know, if a player leaves, so M MLB, uh, NFL has gone a little bit closer to this, but with MLB, when you settle on an agreement, so if it's six years, $70 million, you're getting that $70 million one way or another. Yeah. The NFL, it could be six years, $70 million, but you're only guaranteed 10 X for the first year. Yeah. Or you could get a contract like um, – uh, Richard Sherman got with the 49ers where yeah. it's super incentive based. So yeah. it may only be a million dollars, but he can make up to seven to 10 million 
based on his incentives, yeah, which he hit that, that first yep. year with them. Did a great, yep. great job of doing that. Which is funny because everyone was saying, you're stupid, you're not going to do it, you're old. You're, no agent. You know, he had no agent. No agent. Well, he went to Stanford. He's pretty He's smart. super smart. Super smart. And he hit it and basically was a big F you to everyone else. And right. guess what? I don't got to pay any commission to my agent because it's nope. all to all me, his. all in my pocket. So it, it's one of those things where if you if you like sports or even if you like kind of money type stuff, it's really cool mm-hmm. to see because a lot of these teams, like people don't know, Tom Brady, his goal was his last year playing was to get paid because he would constantly restructure his deal. And so the, the, the trick is, I've learned, while he did take less money, when you restructure your deal, you can get a signing bonus. So that was the way they were doing it. Was they, then that signing bonus doesn't go against the cap, so they're giving him a million here and a million there. But he did want to get good players, so he would restructure it, extend it, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, save him, save him on the room. But it is funny. Back to Bobby Bonilla, and on the bottom of the article, it had a handful of players that Bobby Bonilla would making would be making more than them who are currently in. The MLB. Yep. It's like, ooh, this guy hasn't yeah. been playing for how long? Exactly. And he's still going to get paid out for another 15 years, and he's still making so more. He literally, he literally will make over over probably $30 million off this deal on the side. Yep. Mind you, I don't see him in the spotlight anymore. I don't know what he's doing now. So, I mean. Well, he gets his one day in the spotlight, July 1. One day. <laughs> and so. then after that, I mean, it was funny. On Facebook and everything, it was, I think even ESPN does it every year because it's, you know, a unique thing. You know, uh, what is it, June 30th, 31? However many days are in June. Um, you know, you don't hear about it July 1. Boom, Bobby Mania, everything. And then July 2, okay, on to to something else. That's the way the current market works for for entertainment. Pretty much. um, We'll go back. Now we're going to go into um, some some topics. The first two that I have on our list are are kind of debatable. One of them... um, Tim doesn't know about the, the one of the things I have to talk about, one of the topics. I'm gonna, I wanted to surprise him. But the first one is, so movie studios are contemplating moving release dates from August to September. Um, I get it. They're freaking out. A lot of theaters are starting to delay the openings. I mean, um, the potential for disaster is there. Where if you keep promoting, keep promoting, and then nothing happens of it. I know all, most of the movies that we want to watch, like Black Widow and that Tenant, Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not built for direct release. People think, well, the trolls did so good and Onward did so good. Well, yeah, they're animated. Yeah. While they do have adult themes to them, they're made for kids. And mm-hmm. where would a parent rather watch the movie at? In the theater or with their kid at home? So their kid got to watch a brand new movie at home. No big deal. And I've heard multiple people say it was twenty bucks for the rental, and they go, "We had to rent it three times for our kids to watch it, and it was the best sixty bucks I ever spent because yeah. it kept the kids occupied." It is what it is. So, um, and I do think um, when you do release something like that and you don't have the option for um, buying it, it does hamper a movie like Black Widow or Tenet because, well, I'm going to rent it for 20 bucks. Well, I'm just going to wait until it comes out on DVD and buy it for 25 I mean, why yep. would I, you know, or on demand, you know, yep. which, which I do now um, – I buy everything through Apple Apple TV because if I buy it through my Apple TV, people don't know this. If you, I've said it multiple times if you haven't heard it before. If you buy your product, if you're going to buy it on demand or buy it online, buy it through Apple TV because when you buy it, if there's 4K available, it automatically upgrades it to 4K, 
which that's what I have now as a TV, and I have all the Harry Potters all upgraded to 4K. The Office upgraded to 4K. It's a great option. But, you know, so I think, I think it was, who was it? Regal is still saying they're opening and they're going to be opening. Really? Right. For, they're shooting for August, which, I mean, is it? That's still, still a ways out. It's a ways out, but we have a three-week shutdown here in our county. Yeah. You know, and your county too, correct? Yeah. You're one of the counties. Yep. Yeah. So those that know California, several counties, they've selected certain ones, except for the county where the governor owns several wineries magically. They don't shut those wineries down. Only the ones in other areas. Um, Tim not Tim's in the wine industry, so he doesn't want that to happen. So he's okay with staying open. But um, so because of that closings, they closed all entertainment, they closed indoor dining, they closed wineries, brew pubs, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So basically only you can do is eat outside, which I have seen Denny's now put seating in their parking lot. Black, Black Baron, uh, where I'm from, they put seating not in the parking lot, but there's a On grass the sidewalk, area. Yeah. And they put it all out there. Granted, it was probably like six tables, but it's better than you know either doing a takeout you actually right. sit down. I mean, yep. I wouldn't do it in 100-degree weather, but they don't serve dinner. I think they close around 1, 2 o'clock. Well, that's what most of the, like, um, uh, IHOPs and Denny's in the area, I've seen that they close about 3. Yeah. I've only seen one Denny's in the area that's open until, like, 10 p.m., but it's in an area right off of I-5, so I know a lot of truckers stop uh, in there. It's yep. in a spot where truckers can actually park and walk over and get yeah. food, so yeah. um, it's in a good spot for that. Plus, you get a refill on coffee. Um, but, I mean... You know, were there any real movies you were looking forward to aside from, like, I know you probably wanted to see Black Widow because Black Widow looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, with everything going the way that it has been, I haven't really noticed anything that I would want to see in the movie theaters. Um, Probably waiting for it to either, like you said, come on demand or... Um, you know, whether it goes on on a red box or anything like that, or like uh, Rise of Skywalker, I just waited for it to come. It's like, oh, hey, let's go watch this in, in the theaters. Then it was out of theaters. Oh, wait another month and it's on Disney Plus. Boom, make that Which, easy. But here's the thing, though, you got to recognize though that some of that stuff got fast forwarded to Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, oh know, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, no. I don't even know. I think it's on our topic today. There's some stuff coming that I think this whole scenario has. Fast forwarded everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's it's, yep. it's it's elevated everyone's timeline. Now, yep. um, with the news of everything kind of possibly going to August from to August to September from August, um, I know that they're announcing. I guess there's trailers coming out for Marvel for Spider for Spider for um, Black Widow, and I was kind of like, wait, what? I wonder if it's one of those things where they're putting the trailer out just to kind of. Keep hint, it in everyone's hint, mind. Exactly. Hint, hint. Hey, we're still out here, and we want it to be a big mass release, and not, um, you know, put butts in the seats, and not something coming to a Disney Plus or. I mean, it looks amazing. The, the trailer looks great. Uh, David Harbor looks fantastic in a semi-comedic role, which people don't realize in in the in the other Avenger esque movies you have somebody who's somewhat of a comic relief, whether it be Thor not understanding sarcasm or it's Bruce Banner to the Hulk saying some sort of comment or Loki making a joke. Well, you don't have any of these characters. Yeah. And so they're bringing in, you know, David Harbour, and he seems like he's pretty funny, but he's also a good character in it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I know everybody was like, we'll just wait till September because – 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. So numbers went up, but then things started coming out about how some of the tests were duplicated. There's a lot of stuff that came out after the shutdown. So I don't know if this three weeks is going to be three weeks or what's going to happen. Because I know on one of our lists, um, for those that don't know, I used to work for a local news organization. So I get the little text messages and emails when state and county-wide stuff happens. Well, one of the county-wide things was is coronavirus. And the testing was going skyrocketing. I'm like, how did it, how did it go from testing 500 people a day to testing 1,000? It doesn't make any sense. So there are little things we don't know. But you know what? Everyone, like everyone says, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everything is shutting down for three weeks in California, where the counties are. Mind you, the, the mountains by us, so Jackson Rancheria, all those places, they're all still open. Because yep. they're not closed down. Because they don't have an increase in... They're yep. not on the watch list. And so, we'll see what happens. I'm not worried. But, um, I will say that this delay, I think, is going to push everything towards September. Oh, yeah. Because you got to think they need... Because they can't even call their employees to the facilities. Because they don't want to call them in and train them and then have this shutdown happen. Yep. So what you're better off doing is wait until your the theaters can be open for a, uh, a month or something. And then you say, hey, look, we're going to bring you in and train you on the process. Then we'll open the theater. So yep. Regal is still saying they're opening in, in August. I mean, it could. And that's, that's the tough part, too. If people are that diehard, what if they open up the movie in another county and it's an hour and a half drive and you can drive and watch it how many people are going to do that that's because gonna, that's going to separate because fl- true fans florida right there. florida is st- still open florida yeah. there's a lot of states that are still open and their theaters can open yeah so what do you do when you have that you know and there are diehard people who will do it yep. um we'll see what happens um the one thing i will say since we are talking about david harbour we'll just go right into it um so hellboy the reboot had David Harbour. It didn't do great. Um, I do know David Harbour did go to Ron Perlman when they did the reboot and asked his permission to take on the helm. Um, uh, Guillermo del Toro wasn't involved in it, and that's kind of his brainchild. So I was kind of like, I don't know how good it's going to do. Didn't do good. And Ron Perlman comes out and says, well, I'm still down to do number three. I haven't watched David Harbour's one. And I'm like, he's throwing shade. Like, oh yeah. Now, why I can't rem- remember why did David Harbor play Hellboy instead of Ron Perlman? It was a complete restart. They rebooted oh, it. It, it wasn't was, number three. It was a reboot. It was a, okay. So they they got someone else instead of because yep. it wasn't on that. I believe yeah, I believe Ron Ron is. Perlman even said he didn't want to do it without Guillermo del Toro because that's oh, like his okay. you know he he yeah. took care of him you know yeah like I said I couldn't remember I knew David Harbor was gonna be in it and actually from. The previews that I saw him as Hellboy, he looked fine. He looked good. He looked ripped. I'll say he, he was lo- big and ripped. Ex- exactly. Especially seeing him because that was around the same time as Stranger Things and everything on that. So, um, But I couldn't remember why. I think he did Perlman. like – the, the rumor was he did like a like a 25-pound swing. Like he went – he lost uh, he lost 25 pounds to, to get the role. Because I remember the big thing was everyone's like, this movie could suck, but you're great as Hopper on Stranger Things. You better have that dad bod <laughs> back by the time you start filming again. But you do, yeah. So, um, you know, I just wanted to bring it up because it, he, Ron Perlman did kind of throw shade. And I thought it was super interesting because I was kind of like, wait, what? I go, come on, Ron Perlman. I mean – Especially with Perlman saying that he's down to do it. Again, 
or he, you know down to he's, to reprise the role. He's basically saying that he doesn't think that somebody told him, "Hey, it wasn't that great." And yeah. I'm like, "Okay, you know, I get it. It's a it's a tough role to take on, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because it was personified by Ron Perlman, mannerisms like Ron Perlman, so yep. Well, but if he I'll tell you what, if he if they do do a Hellboy 3, and Ron Perlman's there, it could um, not do that well. But with Ron Perlman, you at least get butts in the seats because yep. everyone will want to see, oh, hey, he's back, whether it's him reprising his role or oh, we had David Harbour, he did great, now it's back to Perlman, the original OG, whatever. You'll at least get butts in the seat to compare. And, oh, hey, he's back again. So... I mean, not to say that it's not going to do that bad because, like you said, he personified the role. So I mean, it's it's a tough thing to do. Like I said, like like we're saying, it, it's it's you have someone in between. But I mean, mm-hmm. James Bond did it back in the day. Oh yeah, with Sean Connery, mm-hmm. where they had the guy go in between and then he came in. Then, so yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. Um, here on out though, it's kind of more. Po- it's a lot of positive stuff. A lot of positive. I think only one negative thing. One kind of negative thing, but everything else is great. So next we have, um, so Netflix announced that Ozark is going to have a season four. It will be its last, but for the first time I've ever seen, the last season is going to have more episodes than the previous seasons, which kind of shocks me because I'm like, okay, they maybe, so all I could think of is maybe they're going to do that thing where they do a part one and part two. So they're going to do, you know, six episodes and six episodes instead of yep. just doing ten. It might not be that many more. Um, I'm partway through second season. I'm not on three season three yet. But I love the show, love the actors, love Jason Bateman in the role. It's great. Um, I just think that it's kind of interesting that they're doing that. And I feel like they're taking – they're taking – I don't know if it's they're taking credence from other people's or they're trying to copy other people where they're like, hey, look, if we go ahead and, and hang out and just chill for a minute, we might be able to split it in two sections and get more viewers for it. Because some people I do think when you drop 13 episodes, I'll watch three or four, then watch three or four. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I'm over it. I don't know. Yeah. I can't binge it anymore. So I think if you do like six and six, you can th- watch it in a course of three days the first season, or you can just slowly watch it and knowing you're preparing. And they, see, and that's the thing we don't know Netflix data. So Netflix knows something that we don't know. Yeah. So I mean, everyone's mad that it's only gonna be four seasons, but I mean, you get more episodes. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, exactly. And especially if you split that last season split it in half or however if that is what's going to happen it's almost like a season you know four and 4.5 right you know three and a half and four however you want to do it um and you know like you were saying were if it's 12 episodes and watch the first couple next couple then it's like oh man i still have you know six more episodes to go i'm only halfway through and you know i'll come back when when i come back and maybe at that point it starts getting really good again where if it's a part one oh cool i just finished part one then you could go into that that part two and it seems like a lot of them now or maybe just the ones that i've watched or heard about are kind of doing especially if they say this is going to be the last episode or the last season mm-hmm. and not oh well 
yeah, that was the last season, but now all of a sudden, magically, we're doing two or three more. Right. Um, where they say, nope, this is it, that's done, that they are kind of extending that season more, or doing a part one, part two, or the season finale is three episodes. Right. Instead of, you know, maybe one long one, or, or just one in general. Because, I mean, the ranch, they, they did that with uh, the last two seasons, didn't they? They were split up in two parts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think they're taking their example from that, because the ranch had controversy with Danny Masterson, who has now been charged with rape. For, and the reason why he was kicked off the show was for the allegations. But um, it almost feels like they used that as a test subject. Because I think when you have a show that's very, very beloved and it's something new and different mm-hmm. with people that are actually like, the cast members were great. I mean. Yeah. And they're relatable too. Right. So when you have that, I think they try and go, you know what? We've been looking at this concept. Let's do a two-part season. Do like yep. a Breaking Bad type thing, and we'll see yep. how people respond. And I kind of like it because in that way too, you're not waiting. Like you know, what was the one Mindhunter? Everyone was waiting forever for season two, and everyone binged watch it. And now they said they're not going to get a season three, probably ever, because the original director was slated for other things. So it's almost kind of like, well, what do you do? You literally just binge watch everything. Um, like we just binged watch um, Sweet Magnolias, and my wife's like, um, "When's the next season come out?" And I go, um, "Well, they say they have the plans for our next season." And once you hear that, you know it's at least a year out, yeah, easily. Yep. You know, sometimes they can get something quicker through, and I know some of the Netflix shows they do shoot consecutively. So what they'll do is they'll try and get shots and whatnot done because I'm sh- I'm sure. Um, the way that show ended, they have to film stuff that like flashbacks and whatnot. So they want everything to be perfect. So they probably filmed some of other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, cause stuff gets cut. Yeah. But you know, I'm optimistic. I do like, um, everything they've been doing with, um, with, uh, Ozarks just because everyone's like, Oh, what's the knockoff breaking bad. I'm like, well, it's doing it a little bit differently. And I like Jason Bateman. He's more comedic yeah. in it, you know? So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, did you end up watching that curse trailer? Um, the new one. I do. I can't remember if I did or not. So the new trailer they released is, um, it's pretty awesome. It, uh, it's a little more focused on, um, the main character, which is, I think it's Catherine Langford, the one from, uh, the main, the person who sadly kills herself on, um, 13 reasons why. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's yeah, Catherine Langford. It's so amazing because it focuses more on her and her journey, and I really, 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 really enjoyed it. Um, and I was kind of like, this is just you know, so perfect the way the way it is. So I watched it. It's phenomenal. I think Tim's trying to watch it right now. Okay, so Tim's watched it. It's it, it it's it's getting me more excited for it. Uh, there's so much stuff dropping this week and next week on everything, on all the platforms. It's so hard to catch up on it. So I'm excited for that. So we had that trailer and then the Candyman trailer, which I didn't watch it. I shared it. But I heard that people are super confused now, so nobody knows what to do. And they don't know um, they don't know what's going to happen with it. Because um, basically, it shows one thing. And then people are confused because Tony Todd is involved, the original Candyman, but they don't, they won't say what his, you know what I mean? 
we don't know we don't know what role he plays, and you want him to play a big role. Yeah, because with that you could. I haven't seen the trailer either, and with that you could really put him up front and get those. Well, you know, diehard Candyman um, fans on it, and he may only play a small part or whatever whatever parts they show in the trailer of him. That's it. Um, and that's what people are afraid of is that they're going to use him as bait. Yep. Or the, there's a rumor out there that they're saying that. Tony Todd was the physical, original physical embodiment of the Candyman, and that apparently the Candyman can shape shift, shape shift, or change forms, do all that kind of stuff. So that's the rumor now is that they may bring him in, have him started off, shape shift into somebody else, or infect another person, and take off and take off there. from there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. I gotta watch the the trailer on it. Or it could be one of those things where they're bringing him in and there is a new Candyman guy or whatever it is and they got to bring him in to see how to kill him or right, you know, whatever those things. Because you kind of see those movies go where it's a, not necessarily a reboot, but they'll bring, you know, the original guy in and he doesn't play the role in... What you know? What he was? He originally, plays something else but tied into it. You it, know it, it, exactly. It's like, oh wait, no, I I know this guy. I know his weaknesses. And it's like, oh well, how do you know his weaknesses? Well, I was him. Right. And now you have this new guy coming in, and you're using him as you know the 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 guy. Like I said, the guy that knows his weaknesses to take him down, and you know ultimately like. And most of them where this guy just signs on for a couple little, not necessarily cameos, but a small role. Mm-hmm. But, oh, hey, the original Candyman's back. Well, is he right. playing Candyman? And, and, and that's then, what they, they want, yeah. Yeah, and then you could kill him off and he's done. Exactly. You know, he uses, oh, if I get, well, you know, this particular scene, I'm going to get him here. He's going to kill me. Well, we don't want that to happen. I'm, hope, no, I'm hopeful I, that's I not what it is. It. I'm hopeful that's not I'm, I'm very hopeful that's not what it is. I hope he has some larger role. But, I mean, they could even yeah. just have him on there as con- consulting. So, I mean, that's yeah. the other thing people don't think about is they could say, oh, can you consult for this because you are the original. and Yep. You give, know. give him a small little part in it and go from there. Exactly. Now, the one thing I am hopeful for. So, we talked about how Michael Keaton is – um, they're tapping him to be in the Flashpoint movie. Now, for those who don't know, the new Flash movie is called Flashpoint and it is going to deal with multiple Earths as they do in the current TV show. So there's multiple Supermans, there's multiple everything. Um, spoiler alert on the uh, crossover events they've done on uh, Supergirl with, uh, uh, what is it, Legends of Tomorrow, I think it is. Um, What's his face? The one, the Superman from Smallville plays one of the Superman. So like they bring him back, and it's just kind of cool seeing he's actual played Superman. Yeah, you know. But the thing is, is so they're trying to get Michael Keaton, and they have announced. Well, if we can't get Michael Keaton, if he denies, if he declines, we're going to go after Christian Bale. So I'm just kind of like, wow, man, they're they're going deep. They're going to get one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to see. If Michael Keaton does it, and if not, what the reasoning may be for it. 
The only thing that I would be worried about is if he has some sort of contract with Sony for the Spider-Man series because be. he was the vulture in Spider-Man. And um, if he... Because there are contracts like that. People don't know. Like, I, I listened to a podcast recently that talked about pilot season where you film new TV shows and how you literally, if the pilot does well, mm -hmm. you sign a deal of like, oh, yeah, you can't do anything for six years or tied to us kind of thing. Yeah. So I hope he doesn't have one of those where they're like, well, no, you need to film with us kind of thing because that does happen. They'll say, nope, you need to film with us. You can't film anything for this other project because it's D.C., I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Michael Keaton and his the way the way his career is. I don't think you'd have a contract like that. Yeah. But you would never know. But Christian Bale does not tie to anything right now, and I'm pretty sure he would do it in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a minute. Yeah. So I'm excited because I want them to do the old man, um, Batman, the old man Bruce line because they had an animated cartoon that he had white hair and he was an older man and yeah. you know it was just it was a fun cartoon and you could see what they could do with him being older almost like Logan but he's they're not superhuman yeah so I mean we'll see what happens with that uh, let us know who your favorite Batman is let us know anything on the Facebook page on our Instagram and on our Twitter now will that flash movie have Batman as an older Batman. That's the rumor. Is, okay, it's... the rumor is they're gonna have multiple. Oh, really? Because that's their same thing. They're go he's going through multiple dimensions. Oh, uh, so basically okay. they're gonna have multiples of all the different, of all of them, all of them. Yeah. Okay. All the superheroes. So that's why um, Henry Cavill. They said it's gonna still be Superman because they're gonna have him. Yeah. There was a another rumor. They were going to possibly try to have Jeffrey Dean Morgan play one of the um, Batmans because he played, uh, uh, what's his name? What's Bruce Wayne's dad's name? He played Bruce Wayne's dad in uh, Thomas Wayne in uh, one of the, I think, Batman Begins. He was the, he gets killed in that one. Oh, yeah. So he played the one getting killed. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I hope it goes the way it's going. Like I said, Ezra Miller, don't be getting in trouble anymore because we don't want you doing stupid stuff. <laughs> um we have a handful of gaming news. Uh, the craziest one was Tim probably still hasn't played Call of Duty Warzone, but they're adding a 200-player mode. How insane is that? That's got to be a big map because even if it's – I mean, I dabbled in it just to see what it was about, and I didn't even make it through one game. I was over it. Right. Um, and 200 players, I mean, you're going to get – unless you're – good at it I'm sh i'd be probably one of the first 10 out of it because like i said unless the map is huge it's it's going to be interesting i'm assuming they'll do that thing they have for PUBG, where basically the map gets smaller as time goes on and you have to be within yeah. the arena because if you do 200 people people start camping oh yeah no that's all it is. and wait till people get start killing each other it's not going to be worth it yeah no, you have to do something like that or like you said or else you're just going to have two guys on each side of the map and Whenever the time limit expires, then okay, you're both both the winners, or right. whoever has the most kills right. wins. But I mean, if just getting them into the game, you know, in in the beginning there where they parachute out and, right. and all of that, I mean, you're gonna have 200 people all of a sudden just going in. I mean, not obviously not to the same spot, but all these different spots. It's, it's, it has it's, to be a big map. Oh yeah, Negs exactly. And I know a lot of people were mad 
Um, I can't remember if it was for the 200-player one or whatnot, but the upload size on it. Oh, yes, yes. I heard that a lot of people are frustrated It's insane. With it's it. like a, it, it was something like it's, it's double the size of a full game, basically. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was something crazy. People were saying that they didn't have enough room, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I would I would definitely have. I well, cleaned out all of my room just to download, like I said last episode, for the Madden. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any more really room to clean out. I um, was saving some old games. I got rid of them. And you'll enjoy this. I'm playing Spider-Man still periodically. Uh-huh. I play like a couple, like I think I play like an hour a night maybe. Yeah. Um, today I was playing one this morning. And um, I killed a sniper, and he, he, you're going to love this. I killed a sniper. He was up on top of the roof, and I got on top of him knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man swings down, and he says your favorite thing. He goes, he goes nobody likes a camper. And he keeps swinging <laughs> away, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that was a Call of Duty reference. What yeah, is going 100% on? 100% right there. I go, this is meta right here. I go, oh, my God, oh, he, he wow. doesn't like campers. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man. So for those who don't know, whenever we, me and Tim would play, we were playing Call of Duty a lot. It was he, he. I would just hear camper man. He's camping, and I hear Tim would get super frustrated because he get picked off by the same person every time. So that made me laugh a lot. You know, playing that. Um, I'd finally kill the guy, but he'd kill me five times. Five times, exactly. So we'll see how this two hundred player thing pans out. Just because I mean, it is a lot of players, and you know there are going to be bugs to work out, and you just hope that the bugs aren't. You know, bad to where people just say, oh, I'm giving up on it, you know. Well, and you got to think, you know, the background of that, just the server size alone to get 200 people on one map. Yeah, and I would be afraid of getting really good at it and then just shutting the server down and then be like, bye-bye. Exactly, and I know that's how it was with, I think it was the PS3, where it would show, like, the the Ethernet unplugging from the the, uh, port. It's like, oh, well. And you hear everyone in the chat, oh, oh, no, oh yeah. no, I was yeah. doing good, too. Yeah. And then all of us, you know, you could play for You're all back in the maybe a couple again. seconds longer, and then boom, you'd, you'd be off. Yeah. And then everyone would get, finally, once you figure out, it's like, okay, wait, who's the one that was the, um, uh, what was it, that the server was running off of that had the bad internet? Because there's always, you know, one guy in the room that it would run, you know, it would yes. have them the as host. The, uh, yeah. the host. Yeah. Yeah. And they got bad, bad internet connection, or something that. would happen, yeah. and no all one of a ever sudden, wanted to be the host. Oh no, no, ex- exactly. Even if you had good internet, you wouldn't want to be the host. And you get the band hammer down on you, and no one would want to play with you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be interesting. I'll definitely have to check out the 200 uh, player mode if I'm able to download, download it. it. If not, then like I said, I have oh well, I have no more room to delete anything. So. <laughs> Too bad, so sad. I'll just watch uh, somebody live streaming it on Twitch or some exactly some uh, YouTube. Um, they also this is just a quick one. Um, I guess they have some sort of DC online kind of like Comic Con thing coming up, and apparently they're going to announce a new um, Batman game. So um, I don't know what it could be because they've kind of gone through everything. It might be a remastered. Who knows? Um, I love the Batman games. The one thing I have noticed, when you knock people out on um, uh, Spider-Man, it makes that same, like when you punch them and it has that loud poem. Like it makes uh, that poem sound and then it yeah. slows everything down because you knocked out the last person. Yeah. Spider-Man has the same, exactly the same. Huh. So it reminds me of all the Arkham games. Yeah. So, um, and, and actually technically because the series, spoiler alert, in the last game the series ended. Really? Yes, because um, you... 
you get injected, I think, because the, uh, the Scarecrow is the, one of the villains, and he injects you, but you're kind of immune to it, and they, they have some sort of, yeah, some sort of disease. They injected you with a virus, and you reveal yourself as Batman in the end, that you're Bruce Wayne uh, on live, like, screen TV, because yeah. I think he wants to save Robin or something like that. So the way it so ends, it's it kind ends of a it. fitting yeah, ending to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we'll see what it is. Um, I'm excited for that one. But do you know? Do you know when they're gonna? I don't know. Um, I'd just be curious to see, or at least you know, maybe the next day, or you know, most of those when they announce them, it's early morning. I mean, uh, late morning, early afternoon, just to maybe jump on the the interwebs and Google it and check it out to see. If they have any gameplay footage on it, or at least a backstory on what it is going to be, yeah, um, they've been pretty good about like that's one thing I will say is um, being in you know the game being gaming kind of centric. Like I, I take a break every once in a while, I'll get back into it. Um, uh, so they leaked. So Batman, Harry Potter, and more confirmed. Um, hmm. It was in March they confirmed it. Oh, it says sooner than later. Okay. DC Fandom. Okay, so the DC Fandom event kicks off on August 22nd at 6 p.m. So that's when they're going to reveal everything. Okay, so, Interesting. so we'll see. So it's still a couple months out. Right, exactly. But I'm excited for that. But I'm more excited for the Crash Bandicoot 4 has at least 100 levels. That's insane. How many levels did the normal one have? I don't know. I never, never got, never beat it. I never got that far. Oh, I, I, like I said, I think I played. it. I was just happy with the Abundabah, with the little, little tiki mask that follows you around. I mean, a hundred levels. That seems like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of levels. I wonder what that would be compared to. I mean, the the difference is, I guess you could say, you know, it's not made to be a high res graphicy cutscene yeah. kind of game so maybe that is why it is 100 levels is because you're not like in spider-man there's moments where you're have you're listening to a conversation you're not doing anything you're just walking around and it's a cutscene. so maybe since there's probably not gonna be any cutscenes, that's what's gonna that's what's that's gonna, gonna happen that's how it's is, gonna be. is it is it's gonna be basically just you know the just levels level, almost like a super mario brothers where and, you finish one you go right to the next one yeah and they are are usually not long they're short ish but who yeah. knows what they're gonna do with it exactly you know <clears throat> yeah especially with everything now i mean i can't remember when the last crash bandicoot was but just with technology and everything i mean nowadays they could jam probably you know more into a smaller size than what that one so they had one, one in 2019 really and it was the racing game Oh, it was the racing game. So then they had actually, you know, what's crazy. So the main series, the first year that was released was on PlayStation in 1996. And then 2006 went to PlayStation Network. And then Cortex Strikes Back was 97 on PlayStation. Warped was 98. The Wrath of Cortex was 2001 on PlayStation 2. Twin Sanity was 2004 on PlayStation 2. Crash of the Titans was 2007 on PlayStation 2. Man, PlayStation 2 was there for a while. 
Mind Over Mutant was 2008 on PlayStation 2, and It's About Time is the one coming out in 2020. So that is, 2008 was the last main series one. Now, the racing, they had Team Racing in 99, Nitro Kart in 2003, Tag Team Racing in 2005, and then Team Racing Nitro Fueled in 2019. Um, Then they had Party Ones, which was Bash in 2000, Boom Bang in 2006, but that was only for Nintendo DS. And there's a couple spinoffs that they were for Game Boy. Um, I guess Skylanders was a spinoff of it, too. I didn't know that. 2016. And then, obviously, he had the the mobile games were really big. Um, 2020, they have another one coming out. Had a soft launch for Android only on April 22nd. So I'm assuming they're probably going to have something come out the same time the game does. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see when... These new ones, whether it's 2020 or 2019 versus the last one, I mean, it was like 15 plus years. And they were it. and they were still such fun games. I remember playing on like um, a like one of those I don't know what was it. It was one of those like jailbroken type machines that you can play the game on it. Oh, and it yeah. still felt like just like being a kid again, man. Yep. So that was great. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be, you know, um, the best game ever, but we'll see what happens. Well, it'll be interesting how long it takes you to do the hundred levels. If yeah. you're just going to do it in, 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 a, in a weekend it. or if it's going to take you, uh, Dude, that, you know, a couple what's, years. what's funny was that used to be the worst thing ever. I remember what game, I can't remember what game it was. Um, I bought it used at GameStop, came home, beat it, and took it back in for my money back. Because they had that two, I think it's three-day money back guarantee. Yep. So I took it in, I took, brought it home, knew I had the weekend off, beat the whole thing, and took it back in. Got my money back. So um, GameStop's going to be RIP here pretty soon. So, <laughs> so now we have three big things. I'm going to save the Disney Plus one for before the Amazon Plus one. So we'll start with Margot Robbie. She is set to star in the new Pirates of the Caribbean. And um, the director is going to be the Birds of Prey director that she just worked with. I'm excited because people, they give mixed reviews for the Birds of Prey, but they said that it was a a Harley Quinn movie, so Mm -hmm. maybe she knows how to work with Margot Robbie, so I'm excited for that. But I do do feel like... um, they they they're basically I know Johnny Depp is going to be back in it again because they feel bad for bashing him about what happened with his ex when then all these these audio stuff comes out of how much he was abused and how she almost cut his finger off and like he never did anything that she said like it was just horrible yeah. so now they're kind of backtracking but I do like going the new way cuz I remember when Kira Knightley had a bigger role in the films it was a lot more fun yep. because she wasn't a true pirate and it kind of yeah. gave you the balance of the movie I was tired of seeing the british people in the the british army going after the pirates it was back and forth back and forth I don't want to see another army of dead people because they've done it twice now. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. you cursed me. Oh, I cursed you, blah, blah, blah. So hopefully Margot Robbie would kind of be, would be kind of cool. Uh, even if, like, maybe she's like, because um, there was a show on Showtime, I think it was Black Sails, where Blackbeard was a woman. 
Yeah, I remember. And I was like, oh my god, that would be so cool if they made her like a like a well known pirate. Yep. And then it was just like, oh well, you know, there's a big burly guy standing in front of her, and you're like, are you so and so? And then he'll just step away, and it's her. And it's her because she's the pirate. So yeah, I really hope that she is the pirate 100. percent I hope that she does everything that we hope for. I do like Margot Robbie as an actress. She's been in, I loved her as Harley Quinn. I haven't watched Birds of Prey yet because I've just been behind on everything. So I do need to watch that. Um, I made a big effort to watch Jojo Rabbit and, and you know, like you know, there was ones I, I wanted to watch really bad. So, you know, I'm going to make sure I get to it, but I'm hopeful for this, especially working with a director that she knows. It's almost like how well, Johnny Depp does with Tim Burton. You know, it's yeah. this, it's the same thing. You yep. work with the same director. You know how they work. You yep. know what they want. And even Margot Robbie can probably be able to go to that director and say, "Hey, this isn't working. What can we do to change it?" Exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, knows your knows the style that um, that you that you act in could maybe get you to do something a little different in it or get the get the scene that he really wants but and especially with coming off of the birds of prey is she worked with that director recently it's right. not like oh hey you know this is a director that she worked with five ten years ago or her first movie when she maybe had a smaller role in it i mean it's something very recent that they've done um i'll be curious to see what the take is on it and especially with johnny depp in it i mean i love johnny depp in pirates of the caribbean um, I think I've seen all of them in the movie theaters, and one, well, I think saw one of them with you. Went up to Stockton and saw it in 3D. I don't remember that. <laughs> that was it. Was the ones with the mermaids in it? Because I remember backing out of the parking garage, a guy came up on me and almost hit us. And it's and after we were we watched it in 3D, and it's uh-huh. like, oh, this wasn't worth it in three in 3D. <laughs> oh yes, yep. Because it was a waste of time and money because we yep. had to go all the way out there to see it because we didn't have 3D anywhere around us. Yep, exactly. That's right. And I saw another, uh, the most recent one I think with my buddy a couple years ago. Um, but anyways, I love it. It'll be curious to see how big of a role um, JD will have in mm-hmm. it, and like you said, the tie to Margot Robbie in it. It could. I'm almost. Want us would be interesting to see is like, like you said, they gave Johnny Depp an extra role because he was pretty much, or gave him another role because he was pretty much done after the last one, right? Um, but with this one, maybe he's not, he's in the movie, but you know, at he's strategic not, points right. in it, and maybe you know, the Margot Robbie could be the the character that takes it to the next trilogy or however you know, take that and run, right? But maybe she's a daughter of johnny depp type deal or i mean or it's a ha- you know she's got the pirate side but they but did the, that you know, they did that half. on the last one though that's the problem i don't think they'll do a daughter because that was the that's last true. one was it was the daughter of the pirate they were looking for and it was the son of orlando bloom and kira knightley oh yeah. So the, I don't think they would right. do that. I I honestly the only thing I hope they don't do is I, do, I you know people are still mad at Johnny Depp because you know look things happen it's a relationship. I'm not going to cast judgment on anyone. I just heard what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem we have with Disney sometimes is is they're like you know what? Everyone loves this Jack Sparrow. Let's milk it for all we got. And I'm like yep. 
you know, you better not do that little switcheroo where you say it's a Margot Robbie-led movie and she's in it for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can't have that. You know what I mean? So that's my main fear is that they're going to try and do a bait and switch and they're going to throw her out there and she's going to do some separate time. Which I have heard, that's what people miss from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies is the separate missions that people went on. Like, they would... They would split up, and this group would do this, this group would do that. And the last ones, they've always been together the whole time. Yep. Someone will just disappear, and you won't see them for a while. Yep. So I'm hopeful they go back to their roots. They do this because there's so much stuff that's going to be changing once everything reopens back up because Disney is just going to hit the ground running and is going to start annihilating people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it'll like I said, it'll be interesting, the premise that they take on it. I hope they don't do a bait and switch with um, – you know, Margot, Margot Robbie coming in, and then it's going to be heavily Johnny Depp. Right. Um, unless they maybe do it well enough where at the end of the movie, it's a great send-off for Johnny Depp. And you could definitely tell Margot Robbie's going to be, she's going to step into that role and take over and, and go from there. They're, uh, at, they're, they're actually passing it on is ex- what they're doing. It, it, yes. Exactly. Kind of yes. give Johnny Depp his, his due, and he took off and maybe... You know, Johnny Depp could do cameos as flashbacks as, um, you know, where she thinks she sees him, he's there, and then all of a sudden, you know, she turns around or, you know, they do the, you know, kind of wipe their eyes and he's gone. Exactly. um, Type deal or have her, you know, talking into his ear and she's got the compass. What I mean, there's a lot of things you could go with that, but it'll be interesting to see, especially with that um, director, how he takes it. She or she takes it. Yeah, it's Sorry. a female director, yeah. I, I, I apologize. As she takes it um, off and, and runs with it. Because I know when, you know, just going back to to Star Wars and when J.J. Abrams came in, they were like, okay, how is this going to work out? It's not like he could just take it and go on his own story and his take on it because you still have Lucas and everyone heavily involved in right. it. Um, but, you know, we'll see how, how that goes. But... I'm excited for it. We'll see how it goes, especially, like I said, it's got my boy JD in it, so hopefully at least uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get one more pirate out of him. We'll see that. And and the crazy part is, is with this next amount, this next thing of news, we're going to have time to kind of let all this stuff settle in and when things start going back to production because X-Men is coming to Disney+. Plus As well of, as hundreds of titles. I scrolled through the list alphabetically you can you can't it it there's so many movies so well, many I thought, I thought x-men was on there already no it wasn't i don't think so maybe they're I'm they're thinking, releasing so what they're doing thinking, or i mean and x-men because i remember waking up saturday morning and watching x-men gargoyle they have no 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 they have the x-men ones. cartoons they're the X-Men movies. Oh, movies. All the X-Men movies are coming. Oh. And the one thing I think is stupid is they're doing um, the weird, uh, they're doing the uh, weird order. Like the first one that's coming onto the platform is Days of Features Past. So that's like one of the newer ones. Oh, and then they're doing the, and... they're not do, they're not putting them on there. They're releasing them on certain dates, which um, I know they're doing it because the rights expire on certain dates, so then that's when they bring they it on. Get them on as soon as but I mean, possible. they're even getting—they're even getting the crazy one. The, um, uh, what was it? The one where he goes to Japan, uh, Wolverine. That one, and that one is not like that one's not. I don't know how they're getting away with that. Really? Yeah, it's pretty I've, crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've seen the first couple X Men's then. 
after that, I never just stops. Um, so them. I've watched a couple of them because I was, I just happened to be, um, I happened to like just come across it and yeah. I'm like, you know what? They're fun. You know, they got a little bit of a younger crowd, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy. Oh my God. It was, people hated it, but I was kind of like, you know what? It was fun. It was well, one of those things. And I liked the first couple ones because like I said, getting up early Saturday morning and watching the cartoons, you knew the background on some of the characters. So it's not like, I mean, they did a little bit of background on um, on them in the movie, just in case, you know, you got a new crowd. Right. And, the you know, shoot, when we watched it, you know, now when the new X-Men came out, we're adults now. We're the kids that watch it. It's like, oh, I don't know what that what that is. Yeah. Um, so you got to do a little bit of background on it. But, I mean, I enjoyed the, the first couple of them. Uh, on it, and I know they didn't have all the characters on it in the, in the beginning, but then they would slowly bring it is, introduce it's, other ones. It's uh, difficult. Ones it's, it's difficult to get all the characters because. Oh yeah. So what people don't know is is I think we've talked about it before on here. Um, basically, um, in order to save Marvel, Stan Lee sold off like just some random obscure characters, and that's why the Hulk is in this weird limbo where he's owned by Universal technically for so long but he can go to sony for certain things you know there's a lot of these little contract type things but you know i mean we'll see what happens i can't wait till they all get on there i'll do a binge watching thing i still have some stuff i need to finish watching on disney plus um we're gonna be watching hamilton tonight because hamilton dropped today and then i guess the wife wants to watch babysitter's club because (laughs) she wants to feel nostalgic so that's um, netflix though that's yeah, that's Netflix. So I just saw that she today. wants to watch that. Um, so our last thing before we go into the big news, um, Amazon Prime is doing an interesting thing. So we talked earlier about doing the parts. So they release shows in parts. So part one and then part two on Netflix. So Amazon Prime is releasing season two of The Boys, and what they're going to do is they're going to drop the first three episodes on September fourth. And then every Friday after that, they're going to release the remaining five episodes. I think there's eight episodes total. So you're going to have, you know, all through October, which I think is smart because I think The Mandalorian is going to drop probably end of October or November. So they're trying to get it out before that, Mm -hmm. which The Boys is an amazing show, um, a very adult things. It's basically superheroes, but... When you're a kid and you're like, you know, Superman went to that building. I wonder how many people he killed just flying through that building kind of thing. And this thing answers it for you. You know, I'm not going to lie. The whole show, you haven't watched it, right? No. Starts off of basically this guy has a vendetta against this guy who's super fast. He's like the Flash. He's a speedster. Uh-huh. And he is kissing his girlfriend goodbye. They're getting married. And the speedster runs through her and she explodes. And all he's left is holding her arms. And he's sitting there shaking. And basically, um, this other gentleman, he's like, I know your pain. And I want to help you out. We're going to get revenge on them kind of thing. So so, so is it like like the Flash guys turn bad? No, they just, they're, just, they're, they're conceited because they're rich. They act like they're gods. Uh, so basically, oh, that's so the they thing. Could get so away they, with they have, stuff or they, think ha- they could get away right. With stuff. They have agents. They have like a clubhouse type thingy where you have an agent okay. who watches things. Yeah, and you're monitored. It's it's very, 
it's very what modern day superheroes would really look like. Okay. So it's really, really cool to see. And it's a great show. I really enjoy it. So they're just like going out messing with people. Like, hey, watch. They watch actually, this. Look, look, look what I can do. They do that. But they also do things like they save people. But they don't okay. take in. They, they show the results of the chaos. Because gotcha. I apparently what they got this from was there was a TV show that was that came out that failed, that was like people who worked at the building of Shield, like they were like just regular paper pushers, yeah. and they were basically talking about the bad things that were always happening, like oh, this for Iron Man sent a beam through a building and decapitated my best friend kind of thing, like he killed he stopped the guy but he also killed yeah, like so fifty you don't, people. You don't see you see Iron Man saving the day. You don't where... see the people that he's affecting on the other side exactly. of it. Exactly. So it's only, what it reminds me of is um, from the creator of South Park, the Team America. Yes. When they first come in and, you know, set in, um, you know, the Middle East and they come in and, or the United, United States, which is Team America, comes in, bombs everyone, and then finally at the end takes out the guy, but then... You know, the very next scene is them panning through everything, and they're like, "Yeah, we did our job, but you got, you know, this guy's blowing up over here. This cafe's, you exactly. know, messed up. Yeah, uh, but hey, nope, we took we took out the guy. So, saying goodbye to my niece. Bye, Emma. So, um, yeah, huh, uh, that'll I'm be it. So that so there's a season one out already. Yep, on huh. Amazon. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Check that out. It's actually Dennis Quaid's son. That plays the main role, I believe. Really? The nerdy guy. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now. Because I, I looked it up the other day because he looks just like um, the other person. Also, since before we go into our final topic, I want to talk about a trailer drop today called The American Pickle. Um, have you seen that one? No. Oh, my gosh. You're going to have to watch this after we're done. But I do have another trailer for you, too. Um, the American Pickle is Seth Rogen plays an old, I think they're Polish, and basically, him and his wife come to America, and he tells his wife, he's like, um, um, we're going to make something of us. We're going to be, uh, I, I pledge my love to you for um, 100, 100 years. And he has an accident where um, he gets knocked into a vat of pickles. And when someone comes 100 years later, 2020... They uh, he pops out of it and they basically say that the pickle juice preserved his whole body. And basically, this movie is him finding out that he has a grandson who's alive, and it's Seth Rogen. So it's Seth Rogen playing against Seth Rogen. So it's pretty funny. And um, the main guy, one of the guys is Jack Quaid, so Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son. Okay, huh? Interesting. And Carl Urban is the main guy, Billy Butcher. Really? You know Carl Urban or Carl Carl Urban? That sounds very familiar. He's um uh. The dude from you watched Thor Ragnarok, right? No, you didn't watch Thor Ragnarok. No, I haven't no. watched any of those movies. No, is it Thor Ragnarok or Thor Dark Side of the Moon? That's a negative. Dark Side, Thor. I can't remember. You he, can name all the Thors, and I still haven't watched it's them. This guy right here. <laughs> so he's in Star Trek too, the Star Trek movies as well. He plays, I think he plays Scotty in the Star Trek movies. Oh wait, he looks like the guy in. Um... Yeah, he's in, um, oh, what the heck was the movie that I just saw? Well, he's Red. In, he's in Lord of the Rings. Red. I think he's the agent that's trying to kill Bruce Willis. And he almost looks like the guy from Step the Brothers and Step Brothers as well. He's in Dread, too, as well. He's in Dread. I don't think he's in Red. No, maybe he looks like I'm going like through the... it right now. He was in Riddick, too. Dread, 
Priest. Oh no, yep, he was in Red. Boom. Yep. William Cooper, he's in Red. Yep. And he's no, he's Bones in Star Trek. So okay. um, yeah, no, I like him. Yeah, he's a it good was funny. actor. Actually, we were just watching Red. I can't remember. What it was we on TV the other day. Yeah, and it keeps popping up on one of the, on those um, those Asian um, videos on Facebook where they dub it and they go, "What movie is this?" And then they play like the the DJ music over the scene, oh. just so that they don't get copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. So what's the trailer you saw that I didn't mention? Oh, what a Euro Trip. The one with Will Ferrell and their Icelandic. It's not it's Eurovision. Or Eurovision, yeah. Eurovision was the other movie. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. So it's all, it's out on Netflix right now. People yeah. are, people are saying it's horrible. By uh, what was it? It's did got my, did my ri- parents like. It was either my parents or my brother. They said it is pretty. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it now. Pretty interesting as far as it's a Will Will Ferrell movie, obviously, and it's Icelandic. And it's with so Rachel Adams too, isn't it? Yep. Rachel McAdams. Is it McAdams? I think so. Oh. Any, anyways, well, yeah, the Rachel chick. Um, and I guess she actually sings, and when they're singing, I think it's actually both of them actually singing. It's not, you know, somebody else singing or her singing. Oh, my gosh. Dubbed the, over it. the full title is Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of a Fire Saga. Yep. Oh, so, my So, gosh. Fire is the contest... No. I think fire is the contest that they're going to and their no, fire is their band name and it's Eurovision is the contest they're going to. Oh, or and, or and vice Dan, versa. Dan Stevens way. is in it. But I like I said, my brother and parents watched it and they said it <clears throat> kinda reminded me of like a Blades of Glory of him yeah. and Napoleon Dynamite in it. But I guess they were saying there's just enough comedic relief, but it's more Will Ferrell being se- Pratt Foley. Ser- serious. Oh, really? A little bit more serious um, in it than what he's normally used to. I mean, he still does the comedic relief, but it's not, you know, where you start thinking it's going to go serious and then all of a sudden it just goes off the rails or it's a little, he's a little bit more serious. They legit it, hired a bunch of like, like people from like the Netherlands, like, <laughs> Some guy that's super high up here. So this guy literally goes, Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Dan Stevens. You'll know Dan Stevens from Legion. Um, Michael Persbrandt. And then it's Pierce Brosnan. So he got, Pierce Brosnan <laughs> got, but got rated below this, this Mikael Persbrandt. Huh. And below him is Olafur Darley, Olafur Darry Olafson. <laughs> Melisanti Mahut, Joy Johannesson, Bjorn Heiner, Harlison, and then Demi Lovato and Graham Norton. So I'm like, so they legit, <laughs> that's the one thing. Hey, you know what the thing is? I like the way they do that because they legit bring people there. And this is, oh my gosh. So Eurovision Song Contest is a real thing. Really? Yeah, apparently they have it on here. Graham Norton did it in 2013. Yeah, that's why he's on there. Um, Eurovision, Europe, China Light, the Eurovision Song Contest. There's multiple on here. So it seems like it's an actual, like, consistent thing that happens. So I guess that makes more sense to me now. So, yeah, I didn't watch it, but, yeah, that makes sense. No, I just saw it pop up uh, yesterday on Netflix. You know, you scroll over it, and it shows you the trailer. Uh And it was a long trailer. 
Um, and it was definitely a Will Ferrell movie from what <laughs> I saw on it. But like I said, a little bit more of him in uh, semi-serious se- role. Yeah, se- semi-serious, but still with. I mean, if you like Will Ferrell, you're you're gonna like that. But it's just him, like I said, in Blades. Well, in Talladega Nights, he was a race car driver. Blades right. of Glory, he was a uh, figure skater. Figure skater. Now this one, he's a singer. Yeah. So it's he really be, adopts those well those roles well. Oh yeah, no, it's it's funny, and he does you know does the accent and everything on it. You know, I you know I don't know what an Icelandic accent would be like. I don't know either. <clears throat> but I mean, you could definitely tell he's doing the accent. I mean, that's I guess why he's an actor. But that's definitely one that I'm going to have to watch one of these days. Um, and then the other <clears throat> other thing I know you don't have it on here is i did watch the first episode of unsolved mysteries oh you did yep how was it 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 was it was good i mean i can't remember the um old school i guess now since there's a new one unsolved mysteries um but it didn't have you know i'm trying to remember on the old one where they would kind of have some cut scenes the narrator would come in and kind of lead it okay well so now we're switching from, um, you know, like the family scene on it now to the police scene and kind of um, leads into it. This mm-hmm. one, nope, no. Um, it's like your normal, like, like <clears throat> exactly like you said, like, uh, what is it, like 48 hours or uh-huh. something like that. Um, and it was, it was interesting. The only thing, like I was talking to uh, my dad today about it, is that they're about 45 minutes long. 45, 50 minutes long, but it felt like watching it, it felt like it took like two hours. <laughs> and I don't know if it was just... Well, they're probably feeding you a lot of information. I mean, and yes. Is it, is it more than one case per episode or just nope, one just case? just one case. So that's different because the original show used to do like three or four. I'd be a couple in it. Mm-hmm. But this one, it was... I wouldn't say not necessarily a lot of information. I mean, it was a lot of information, but it just seemed like okay, you know, let's, like, they dragged Wrap out the up. scenes on it. Yeah, <laughs> where I think it probably could have been, you know, a 30, 35-minute, definitely take a good 10 minutes out of it, um, maybe, I, even, I, maybe I, even 20 minutes out of it. I did hear they were trying to be super cinematic with it, so, I mean, that oh, makes de- sense. No, d- definitely. But, I mean, it's, the cool thing is, is that it's set in, not necessarily present day, but, it's you know, more. It's, it's a lot it's, more present than I know. The old one would go back sometimes to stuff that's like, yeah. hey, what?" No, ex- exactly. And the first one was, um, you know, I won't spoil it, but the uh, modern day though. Yeah, but the corner, because obviously they're unsolved mysteries. First one was about a murder, mm-hmm. um, and the corner marked it uh, cause of death undetermined. So that way, the invest- investigation could kind of be left open, right? And it, you know, wasn't suicide, wasn't foul play, or whatever you want, homicide, anything like that. Uh huh. So left it open. Obviously, that's the reason for the unsolved um, mysteries part right. of it. Um, and it was just a lot of things. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's it's an it, it's an unsolved mystery, and a lot of things that weren't answered uh and now it's not like they're trying to open up the case uh but i think kind of bring some light onto it and then of course you have the little twists and turns in it like this guy was um 
his business partner, mm-hmm. best friend, yada, yada, yada. All of a sudden, this death happened and um, was nowhere to be the business partner. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Didn't return phone calls. You know, all of that. So, it's just, it was interesting. Of course, at the end, they have that, if you know anything, please, you know, reach out. Or, right, right. Or whatnot. So, that's the, that's the the first one they saw. I figured to give it a shot. Um, I'll probably, the next one I'm going to look at, it was, I think it was either the fourth or fifth one called uh, Berkshire UFO. So, I'm going to check that one out next and see, uh, see what that one's about and maybe... Uh, you know, it would won't seem as long for it to uh, to to uh, watching it. So, but it was it was it was interesting. I in, enjoyed it, and it's kind. It, I mean, for the first one was set was um, done in Baltimore is where it all happened at. Okay. So I don't think they're gonna do like a uh, like any big ones that you don't would reckon. Maybe they will. But I think all the big ones that you would know of, I don't know, maybe they'll do, you know, one on Carol Baskin's husband for Tiger King on it. You know, that's kind of an unsolved mystery. It's um, true. But a lot, you know, a lot of the, the big ones where it hasn't been solved, there's been probably multiple um, already done documentaries or whatnot already done on I it. I mean, that's so. especially now because everyone does the documentary as as soon as possible. It's like, yeah, you know. So it was... It was good. I like the premise on it. Like I said, it probably could have been cut down to a half an hour and would have been just as fine. But, I mean, I don't know whether they were dragging it out or just trying, like you said, get a little bit more um, cinematic on it. Yeah. Well, the last thing we'll talk about real quick, because it's, it's, it's news. I just, I just shared something to your wall, too, Timothy. Um, basically, Disney is, Disneyland is not going to be opening up. So they're going to be delayed. Now, it's not on their own choice. Basically, the reason why that's getting delayed is they need time to plan. And the California governor said, well, we can't give you any idea until um, basically after July 4th. Well, what are you doing? What are you going to do? You have two weeks to play. No, that's not going to happen. So they're still going to open up downtown Disney as planned, like we talked about. But there's going to be a slight delay. People don't freak out. I know there are some people freaking out because people from Disney World were charged today, apparently, on their annual passes. And it wasn't supposed to happen yet because it's not open yet. But they charged the annual passes. Even though you cannot, if you're an annual pass holder, you cannot go to Disney World until at least September at the earliest because everything is shut down and you do have to have reservations and I don't have reservations and I'm not an annual pass holder. And actually ticket buyers have priority over annual pass holders, which I think is kind of jacked up, but they do buy the most stuff because they're taking souvenirs home. They're not going every week like Connor. Connor, when you cancel it, I'm gonna have you come on the podcast and talk about you know let your frustrations out because he's super frustrated. It's a lot of a lot of stuff that's not not cool. You well, know. and you know the same thing's probably going to happen down with Disneyland. Well, but I think with Disneyland that the difference is is that it's literally two parks. Yeah. Whereas you could limit. Don't let a family if a family comes in of six and they literally book three days solid of Magic Kingdom and three days solid of Animal Kingdom. Okay, I get it. They want to see the parks, but you know they they need to have a limit on what they're letting people do because it just it 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 it, it gets to be overkill a little bit and. You know, some people want to enjoy the park. 
So we'll see what happens. And you know, <laughs> and it's funny on that with the reservation system, whatnot. I think they said it'll be the first time ever that Animal Kingdom will be at capacity because of yep the limited. Um, isn't that where the, the that, limited capacity? Isn't and that the, where Avatar is? Yep. Okay. But it's never been had to close or shut. I mean, obviously, all the parks over in Walt Disney World are huge. You can right. get a lot more in there, and they're. Um, rules are as far as capacity and fire safety are completely different than here in California. Right. Um, but yeah, it was funny how they said it's the first time ever because obviously limited amount of capacity, limited right. amount of reservations that it's the first time ever animal kingdom will be quote unquote sold out or at capacity, whatever. And I was thinking about that. It's like, man, even with avatar opening up, cause when we were there for the honeymoon, um, you could just barely start to see the floating rock quote-unquote floating rocks you could see them starting to take shape but they weren't oh my gosh like oh hey there's where avatar land's gonna be at right um and we went five years ago uh, right now this week yeah. so which um, fun fact all the parks in disney world can fit inside of animal kingdom yeah all of them can fit in there and the animals um for those that don't know they have animals there those animals are taken care of better than most people. And you know how I know is because we drove by and this lady's like, oh, honey, look. Look at those rhinos. They're sitting there. They're just standing there. And I'm like, yeah, because there's a hay bale behind it. I could see it. And then when you drive, you go, there's a thing that's a Rafiki train. I don't know if it's called the Rafiki train anymore. When you go up to the top of the hill, you get to see the back of the the the, the pins. And when we went on the Rafiki train, it was an hour till closing. So they were bringing all the animals in. And, cool. and the rhinos and hippos are literally walking right next to the trainers. Like, it was just like, hey, what's up, homie? And it was like yeah. there were nothing. So um, when it does open up to the public, Animal Kingdom is very fun. I really did enjoy it. It's it, it, it's it's different, but I really enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. Well, And, and it's, it's very well-themed, too. Oh, I yeah. will say that. Yep. They got the huge tree, which is the centerpiece. And uh, they got the hotel rooms that actually overlook into the safari area. Yep. Yep. Like, you jump down over your balcony, you are in the safari area. It's not like Which, don't do a, that because you'll get banned, so don't do no, that. No, ex exactly. But it's one of those things where, I mean, if the giraffe comes up, he could stick his head on, you know, on your balcony. Granted, exactly. not going to get that close. But another fun fact um, that... Disneyland and California Adventure, all their attractions, not shows or whatnot, um, or rides, whatever you want to call them, have three more than all four parks in um, Disney World. Really? Yes. And that's including, I think, Mickey's Runaway Whale Ray over there. Everything that's being built in, like, dirt moved in progress. So that's counting Avengers Campus. Hmm. Um, and I just saw that on a podcast, or learned that on a podcast. I knew it was close, and I knew Disneyland California Adventures had the lead, but with everything, you know, taking rights out, putting yeah. rights in, you know, all of that, that right now, that Disneyland still, Disneyland Resort mm -hmm. still has the lead by, I want to say, like, two or three. That's pretty awesome. Which is very, and you would not think of it, but once they broke it down park by park, I mean, like in Animal Kingdom, there was like less than 10. Yeah. You know, in all of these other ones, it was like Epcot, eight, 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 you know. eight, eight or nine rides, and that was it. Where, I mean, even California Adventures, I think, has, I don't even know if they have 20, 20 rides. and um, Yeah, I don't know about that. That's a Disney, good one to know. Disneyland yeah. has like 30 plus. So, it's... Very interesting. And to get from park to park, 
you just walk across the, the exactly. Esplanade and you're right yeah. there. Yeah. Or at Disney World, it's a 45 minute from one park, stepping out of one park, waiting for the bus or whatever transportation to the other Oh, yeah, park. and you could be lucky like us when the freaking boats were down. There was no ferries. We couldn't take the ferry anywhere. Oh, uh, well, It that, opened up the last day we left. Really? That happened to us, but it was due to lightning. <laughs> and even though they have a lightning rod on the boat, the boat will, if it's in uh, uh, transportation or in going from one dock to the other, as soon as it gets to the next dock, everyone gets off. It, you know, shores up right there. And then they have to wait for whatever closest lightning strike is to get two miles away. Then they put them back on. They're very afraid of lightning there. Oh, yeah. No, and I, I get it. I completely get it. But it's interesting. So, um, and those storms blow in really quick, anyways. But it was crazy because we were coming back after eating dinner. Oh, let's go to the boats. Oh, it's cool. And they're like, oh, we're shut down. Oh, what, well, you know, what's going on? Oh, lightning. I'm like, okay, when are they going to go back up? They're like, I don't know. Uh, the closest strike has to be two miles away. Then we'll get it back up and going. It could be half an hour, it could be two hours. Thankfully, we were at Epcot and our hotel was within walking distance. So we just walked back yeah that's what and that's what we did we we stayed right next to epcot so and it rained like that and we were like yeah we're gonna walk we're not messing with this and people were like oh you can't walk you can't walk and i'm like why and they're like well because you're gonna get struck by lightning and i'm like whatever and it stopped in like 30 like 30 minutes it was done raining but it was huge drops like oh massive yeah. drops of water yeah, it's, it's crazy I, there, there was one little park branch i was messing around with my gopro and had it out and sat down i'm like oh look at this there's nothing going on as soon as I did that, in the background, I was holding the GoPro. I caught it. You see a big old flash and a strike come. come. It wasn't anywhere near, but you could see a strike go across the sky. I'm like, oh, nope, back to the room. But they, they, they count the, the stuff like that, so that's pretty fun. So those of you that go to Disney World, take pictures, take videos like Tim. Make sure you're recording all the time to catch cool stuff like that. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We've gone for an hour and 16 minutes. It's a nice long episode for you guys. I'm going to try and edit this tonight so you can get it out there for 4th of July. So everyone have a safe and sane 4th of July. Uh, don't do anything crazy. You know, um, if your area is telling you to wear a mask, please wear a mask because it's not just courteous, but it's also, uh, you know, you never know. Uh, I do wear a mask. I have to for work. It's no big deal to me. But um, don't give people grief, if you're, especially if you're in a restaurant or going somewhere because they're telling you to wear it because it's their store policy and they're doing their job. So uh, for the FOMO, okay, wait, hold on, before, before, go to all our social media platforms, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, FOMO podcast on Instagram. I'm going to upload those photos right now that I took with Tim. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim, and don't Jason Pierre Paul yourself this 4th of July. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Google it.